If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hosted on dimlywit.com. We are your new go-to girls for everything bad. Surprise, surprise. For everyone, actually. <laughs> Plot twist, surprise for everyone. Guys. Oh, wait. Where are you? I'm here. Hey, Aaron. <laughs> oh, I'm not here. How do you uh how do you start this this uh, sentence? Um Who run the world? Like, I don't know. So this is your episode, girl. Um, so I had a baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I it's let's let's you know what? Let's bring it back because it's been a couple weeks. I I, I don't want to scare Rachel, so I'm gonna get to talk about this now before she jumps on the call with us. Wow, that sounded like God's God's plan right you there. You can't make this up. Is that gonna go up the hole? I was like, Jesus. I'm sweating, Tracy. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right. I'll explain that too. Hold off on the sound. I'll get on. I'll explain that too. All right. Let's re- go back a couple of weeks. So, pregnancy is the pits. <laughs> like, pregnancy fucking sucks for these women that like have a beautiful pregnancy. Like, who are you and why are you God's favorite? I literally thought of you because I'm like. I get it how nothing can change your mind. When you don't want to have any more because you're like, I've never been done more. <sighs> this pregnancy, this is just my symptoms. They, for you, might have been completely different. But let's run through some of them. We had the, don't forget, I had the pregnancy-induced kidney stones. <laughs> I can pass the stone pregnant. Cool. I had carpal tunnel. I had that. So I'm sleeping with an arm brace on. Mm -hmm. The fact I'm still married when my husband every night says, get that thing away from me. (laughs) The arm brace. He's like, it's scratchy. I hate the sound. (laughs) Just like (laughs) the most unattractive human. Forget about the fact that your body is exploding in every sense. Like my face. You know what Denny said to me the other day in the car? He goes, because I kept saying, at the end, Tracy, my face was so swollen. Like, I was fucked up. And he was like, I swear you don't look any different to me, blah, blah, blah. I'm not lying. And then in the car, he looked at me. I'm like, what are you looking at? He goes, you know, I kept saying your face didn't look different. <laughs> I lied. He goes, now that I'm looking at your face now, mm. it did look different. Yeah. I was so swollen with Skylar. It was like a bubble. Remember, a bubble. I was like, I made you contour the shit out of my face and it still didn't work. I, it's, you know what? For the Rachels out there who don't have kids yet and want them, yeah, here's good the good news. <laughs> also, that it it really it's wild how everything goes back. 
Also, I mean, how your brain forgets. Yeah. Also. Like all the trauma that you endured for almost 10 solid months. <laughs> it just like the second you have the baby, you're like, I remember bits and pieces. But you're like, I don't vividly remember like hating my life. Like, I don't remember anything of my pregnancies now. Trey, you are so fucking spot on. Even my C-section. Like you think it'd be something that I didn't forget. Nope. And this time around, the first time they let me get up to walk, I, Denny walked me to the bathroom and there was a pool of blood, a trail to the bathroom. We called the nurse. You know, we're hitting the button. Nurse, nurse. She's like, oh, no, that's that's normal. I'm like, bleeding out my vagina is normal. I had a C-section. Of She's course like, I yeah. did that the first time. I don't I don't remember. No. I don't remember that moment. I like completely wiped it. From my memory That's to the point. your body <laughs> reacting to trauma so strongly that it literally erases the memory so it, you can keep living. I'm no, pretty sure that's how the body works. No, it's 100% how it works. I literally wiped that from my brain. Uh-huh. I forgot that, of course, I wear a pad the first month after a C-section, but I completely, I just I completely forgot. Yeah. I was like in shock. Literally called the nurse. I was on the toilet. Think about me, how I am. I won't even let you pee in the room with me. I'm on the toilet with a trail of blood from the bed to the bathroom. I, no, and you... the nurse is like, you're okay. You'll survive. I'm like, go. Cool. My mom asks me all the time, like, how are you so comfortable just, like, showing your body, like, with, like, the boudoir photos or whatever? And I'm like, I had a man between my legs ripping <laughs> so a child true. out of me. There's truly nothing. <laughs> like, you lose all sense of, like, so giving true. a fuck for the rest of your life. Like, whether they rip it out of your stomach or your vagina or your ear, it doesn't matter. There's a man taking a human out of you. <laughs> you don't know what's going on down there, but they're seeing a lot. And you no longer care. Just wait till you hear my story. I, I like... I remember the first time, and I was traumatized from that. <laughs> Bro, I was traumatized sitting at home with the, the updates on text from you. So, all right. So I had, oh, the heartburn. That was fun. Yeah. It is wild. Again, I've never had heartburn in my life. I have heartburn, incredible heartburn, fucking crushing Tums. They don't do shit. A couple days after the baby, no heartburn to be to be seen. Gone. It's, like, unbelievable. I had really, I still have it. It's but I have melasma on my face, which is, they call it the pregnancy mask, if you don't know what it is. It's fucking horrific. It makes your face, like... Discolored. Discolored, like darker. Like, there's shades of dark. And I had it really bad on my forehead. I keep saying had because it's not... It's unbelievable, like, three days after my... Yeah, no, your skin I, looks fucking... I also, gotta, it looks like you're fucking glowing and your skin is flawless. I gotta like, show you that this. Make sense. I sent this to Sabotage Sally the other day. I was trying to make her feel better about being a childless hoe. Mm -hmm. <laughs> How'd that go? And I was showing her. Oh this my is, god! Yeah, this is the picture of of how bad the melasma was at the end. People oh were god, literally yes. going to me, Tracy. They were going, "You have dirt on your forehead." No. Okay. And I was like, not like one or two people. Like, are you done? Are you done being pregnant? And I'm like, <laughs> you, can't, you have to. If I didn't want to die before, the fact you think I'm walking around with dirt. What like what does that mean? Did I roll around in a pig pen? No, the fact that. People think that you just like have no concept of like what you look like. <laughs> you're right, you exactly. House. Oh, Rachel's calling. Let's get her in. Oh no, poor Rachel. Hey, Rachel, you there? I don't even want you to hear this, Rachel. Yeah, yeah I just want to say, you know, I'm sorry for this episode because <laughs> I know you and Alan want to have kids. So yeah, good luck. Uh, maybe you, you want to listen. On, maybe uh... we hire someone to edit this one because <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you want it. I'm sorry in advance. Uh, <laughs> you good? Yeah, I'm good. Okay, Get, All right. buckle up. Um, if you have any questions, feel free to jump in at any point. Since you know uh, you're you're a good take, since you don't have kids and you might want to know more about labor and delivery. 
Um, so yes, this is a picture of, of the melasma on my forehead, and then this was um, a couple days when I got home from the hospital. I mean, look yeah, how much it's lighter. Yeah, almost gone, but now it's like completely gone. But this is something that I could like treat. I just couldn't treat it during like the dermat. I went to the dermatologist during my pregnancy because I was freaking out. They're like, yeah, we have like a pill and creams, but like you can't take you any can't of that. You can't take pregnant. that now. I'm like, oh, okay. Suffer cool. in dirt until then. Yeah. What am I, Linus? Was that the guy's name for my- I'm telling you that I would have been like, <laughs> she doesn't shower. Here's the girl. The girl is back. She's the one who doesn't shower. Uh, like the guy from Charlie Brown has yeah, got the Linus, dirt that yeah. follows him. I just, I'm like, okay, dirt. Yeah. And then I have to like explain. It's just, it's a whole thing. My okay, so. I remember you were swollen. Do you remember if your bodily parts were swollen, like your feet? Um, I was surprised I even got ankle wrap <laughs> shoes, heels on for my baby shower. Like, they, oh, you're a hero. I, I took them off, like at the end of the day, and like it was so indented in yep. my leg. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like I already don't have like tiny ankles because I have um, <laughs> what is it called? Um, what? lymphedema. What? Where like my body like holds all the water weight in my legs, so like that's why my body oh, like my, my legs are so God. thick. It's because I have like as a kid, my whole life I've had it. So my body you had craves lymphedema salt. Pregnant? Oh yeah. So oh then, so then my body blew up in my bottom legs, and then it made it worse. And like the lymphedema was on like crack, and I was like, what the fuck? But I was like, I really don't even care. My feet didn't fit, and it was like Kim Kardashian's feet. Remember they were like fucking. No, I elephantitis. Have, I tweeted about her feet. I have karma from that. Yeah, from no, like, that is your karma for from sure. 10 years I remember ago. you making fun of her feet. I was like, it'll never ever look like that. Mm, well, <laughs> I had a very small like work baby Go shower. Go clean your face and then come back and let me. <laughs> I had a very small baby shower and I was dressed head to toe. Time for shoes. I took every shoe out of my closet. And now I'm I was really pregnant, so I couldn't get them on myself. So Denny's like Prince Charming, trying like Cinderella, trying yeah. on all my shoes. Tracy, a boot, uh, a, a a sneaker, nothing would get over my foot. I couldn't. Yeah, I wore to my baby shower the slip-on kids. I knew you were gonna say that. Something in me just knew you were gonna. Say. You got- I bought her shoes that like slip on because I was like, oh, when she's pregnant, it'd be so easy to just slip on and off. I didn't know you're gonna wear them to your fucking pop-up baby shower. I'm sweating. I got the kids ones you told me to get. I can't. And my foot is a six and a half, sometimes a seven, depending on the shoe. Got them in an eight. Yeah. Okay. I went up two sizes, so I get that. And I'm still at the two sizes. So I got my slip-on kids. I can't believe I'm going to show you this. Uh, I, I mean, sh- I saw some do photos. Do I show Rachel? I don't know if I want to show Rachel this. this oh, me. you have a photo of your feet? I got home from the baby shower. I dropped the leftovers outside. I cried. And then I took jumped in the shower, and I looked at my feet, and I just... I just cried. I mean, you see your body changing. It's hard enough. But then you see. <laughs> I'm so scared. You're disfigured. Okay. I want to. Preface this. Yes. By saying, look at my features. I have dainty. I'm yeah, a dainty lady. Tinier. I'll show you my feet now. They're back to normal. Look at that curve. I could be a foot model. Yeah. Look at that arch. Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel, if you show Alan this, you're dead to me, but I'm sending <laughs> I am so scared to see I, this. <laughs> oh I don't my know. God, Jessica. <laughs> Jessica, what oh. in the Oh my God. This is giving fat bastard. <laughs> 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 
This is not my well. This is not well. Tracy, wow. look at my Bro. ankles. Look at the look at the, the lines. They're, they're all w- starting to go in different directions. <laughs> the lines that's literally white in between my nose. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. You know when you get a tan and it like you're sitting the wrong way and it creases on your body and then you stand up and you have a white crease? That's on her feet because they're so fat. I look like it's giving my 600 pound life. Yes. Yes. Not even a little bit exaggerating on this one. Thousand pound sisters. It's so bad. This my foot looks like a baby's hand. That looks like a newborn baby's foot <laughs> when they come out nice and chunky. It looks like a hand. No, that's, you can take that away now. Also, Feet Finder, some people may be into that. I would sell that. Rachel, do you see that picture? I did see that picture. Okay. Yeah. That, Rachel's like, that'll never happen to me. I weigh 64 pounds soaking wet, but okay, lady. I'll never forget. I came out of the shower. I have a t-shirt on, okay? And I jump on the couch. I'm like, Denny, rub my feet. Denny rubs my feet, right? And he goes, he's looking at me. And I'm like, oh, God, what's he going to say? He goes to me, your body looks like a hot dog that was left in the microwave for too long. No. (laughs) You know, when they get puffy, like they're like swollen and they're about to crack down the middle. (laughs) He's looking at my legs and he goes. Your legs look like a high school center's. <laughs> wow. He's not. I was laughing because he's not wrong. He was He was so spot on. And I just like, you have to remember when you're pregnant, it like goes away. Like literally days after, I'm like, oh, my feet are normal. <laughs> like, what happened? Like my legs are not cankles anymore. But yeah, it's I like had, in the moment, you're just like, this is me. I am a, mo- a monster. I had carpal tunnel and arthritis so bad the arthritis. last three months of my and you're 20, pregnancy. What, I was 26 years old Insane. and it was so <laughs> bad. I couldn't open my hands like this for 20 minutes in the morning for my fingers to like open again. The second I had Skylar, like I was like, oh, oh, flexing. Like it was nothing. I was like, hold on. So you're the fucking problem because the second you got out. Isn't that? crazy yeah no my body snapped in seconds like all of a sudden my nothing hurt anymore nothing hurt anymore i haven't slept with the the arm brace for the carpal tunnel it makes no sense my sister-in-law is right behind me and she's like struggling hard and i'm like girl you're so so close close. and 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 (laughs) and then it's over still i would have been struggling yeah tracy my breathing I couldn't breathe out my nose my nose was so stuffed you probably hear it on like past shows i just couldn't breathe I'm at work doing makeup and I'm like this breathing on people. Okay, it's me hold up. People are like, yo, you good? I was brushing my teeth before every person in my makeup chair because, because I was you knew you were about to hot breath. Dragon them. Yeah. breath them. I had no choice. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> I had to walk from like here to there. I'm out of breath. But yeah, my sister was like, I'm done. Like, I don't know what else to do. And I'm like, girl, it's going to go so away. So close, yeah. Just got to just. It really sucks. When you're in the it moment, sucks. it's literally one of the worst things ever. That's why I was just like, I have three healthy babies. Like, yeah. I cannot be greedy to, like, even attempt to have one more because, like, that will be the one that really pushes me right over the oh, edge. Oh, you were 26 years old with arthritis. Yeah, yeah and carpal tunnel <laughs> and hypoglycemia. <laughs> passing out everywhere I went. Fucking 
ambulance rides every fucking six days. What I don't understand is like, how is this part of like God's plan? Like, how is that? This was really the the way. I don't get how people did it without drugs back then. These women that are like, I'm going to be natural. Like, I'm not doing It's not good for the baby. I was like, bitch, call me when you're like fucking three contractions in. And that shit is so fucking traumatizing. That pain is like all your bones in your body are breaking. There's just no pain that explains it. Of this bullshit. And then Braxton Hicks contractions. Like, that doesn't even. Those are like trigger warnings for me because it's like, (laughs) you're not. This is you teasing me. Like, oh, you think you're about to have a baby, but no, you're going to do this for another two months. I, yeah, I guess there's a bright side to be done. This really yeah. Something to look forward to. Yeah, you're done. You don't have to worry about that. I'm anymore. done. It was crazy. So, all right. Now that we've scared now everyone that has no children. And honestly, at the end of the day, to to think that this is like. I may like read our text conversation. <laughs> because i literally am like i don't know like how that would have gone had we not like maybe talked you off the ledge i was on a ledge my doctor was a hundred percent scared of me he kept saying to me don't hate me don't hate me me." yeah um okay i don't hate you i hate denny right now but thank you (laughs) i was like no doc we're good all right so i'm you know waddling around all day i go to work i have like a normal work day and I have a routine doctor's appointment. I go to my routine doctor's appointment. Mm, it was late. It was like seven o'clock at night. Totally just a normal standard thing. My blood pressure is like, I don't know shit about blood pressure because I don't have high blood pressure. I don't even understand how they take your blood pressure. Like when the thing's going down, how do you know when to stop? How do they read a blood? I don't even get it. So I don't like, even, I, don't I don't get the numbers. Yeah, like, I don't get it. Well, I know it's 120 over 80 is like, perfection oh my god is that what it is yeah but i don't know how they figure out what that is when the fucking thing is like bouncing around the needles all over the place how do you know that okay so my top blood pressure was like 180 something wow and then my bottom was like 99 okay that's not right (laughs) that's wrong so they're like okay uh we're gonna do this again just relax like try to calm down do it again it's like still really high i'm like okay then she does like a urine test on me and there's like crystals in my urine and mind you, I am see high risk guy, and I'm also I'm at the end of my pregnancy, so I'm going to him twice a week. So I had just seen him on Friday, right? So between Friday and Monday, something happened in my body, like that wasn't there Friday. Like I was fine Friday, my blood pressure was fine Friday. Apparently, this can happen, but I I got preeclampsia. Like, and how many weeks pregnant weekend. are you? I'm almost thirty five. I'm right at the end of the thirty fourth week. And um, the doctor's doing my ultrasound, and he's, like, very quiet and weird. Like, he's normally very talky. Like, he's just quiet. And I'm just like, oh, God, what's he thinking? And he's just like, okay, we're, you know, um, we're going to uh, we're gonna give you blood pressure medication. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do that. And then he's like, we're done with ultrasound. Let me take your blood pressure. I took it again. And it's like, it went up. And he's like, okay. I'm sending you, you're going to go right to the hospital right now. And I'm like, what? He's like, I'm going to send you to the hospital. We're going to do some testing there. We're going to do everything there. And I'm like, well, what does that mean? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Yeah, like he was prepping you to be like, if you need to stay, you're going to stay. Yeah. And I'm like, I was alone. I was just like, I, conf- I was like, what, what, I'm like, there's, this baby's not coming tonight. Right. And he's like, I don't know. Let's just get you over there. Like as fast as possible. Just go straight there. And I was just like, is, can we not, maybe not, can I not go there? He's like, <laughs> 
He's like, no, you have to go there. I'm trying to negotiate with the doctor. No, I seriously am. I'm like, well, I'm like, well, let's just take some blood pressure meds. Well, I'll be fine. I'm fine. I feel fine. I felt fine. Mm-hmm. I guess that's what's hard about having preeclampsia. A lot of times, is like, I don't know. I felt normal, like how I normally feel. I didn't. There was well, nothing. A lot like, of times in your body, when stuff's going on, you don't know until you don't know. Yeah, it's, you don't have like real symptoms. So I drive to the hospital. I called in. He comes to meet me. I'm obviously hysterical and a hot mess. I get to the hospital and it's like all, you know, the second I'm there, all of a sudden I'm in, you know, I'm in labor and delivery. I'm in a gown. I got my socks on and I'm like, okay, try to calm down and take my blood pressure there. It's still high. And I'm like, well, of course it's going to be high. I've been hysterical crying for an hour. Like, can you, like, can you maybe guys give me a chance to like not get it high? So they they do a bunch of Sorry. bless you. Thank they you. Do a bunch of blood work, and um, my doctor comes like straight from work, and he's just like, "Your blood work is like I I wasn't a hundred percent sure. Like it's more than just the blood pressure." He's like, y- "You definitely have developed preeclampsia over the weekend, and <clears throat> this could be dangerous to you. Like you could die. The baby could die. Mm-hmm. Both could die." And I'm sitting there going. Is there any other way? Like, like I'm just not ready. I not, wasn't not ready. Not the bargaining. You know what it was? I was so determined to have, you know, I didn't have my my dream plan. Birth. Yeah. Yes. So I was. I was determined. I had a fucking plan. I wanted to have that baby on me. I wanted to. I was googling. You know, they call them gentle C sections, or after the C section, the baby can sit. Like, I had this whole plan. It just like crumpled right before my eyes, and I'm just thinking about how I, nothing is. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. And I just kept saying that over was and over. Was this when I started getting the power texts? Yeah, because once he goes, I mean, after I begged him to not do it, and mm-hmm. he said, like, he's not. Yeah, he said that's not how this works. <laughs> yeah, he was like, I mean, I was literally begging, like begging for my life, and he was just like, no. And he's like, I'm going to leave the room with you guys, like, you know, whatever. And I just, I just couldn't wrap my brain around it. Like, no way in a couple hours I'm going to have a baby. Like, I was just at work. Yeah. I, I, Thanksgiving is Thursday. Like, what are we doing? The baby's supposed to be here on Christmas. It's a yeah. Christmas baby. Yeah, the audacity. The audacity. We had a plan, damn baby it. <laughs> know how type A I am? So, yeah, the baby leaves. I... I'm I don't even know I'm I'm a mess I text Tracy I don't even know what I text you I was losing baby my- is coming alert I'm a mess Trey alert. gonna have a fucking NICU baby I'm so scared like I need another traumatic birth I cannot handle this power text let me tell you there's 17 texts like I was like oh my god she goes this is a fucking nightmare I said wait I legit text you just this afternoon asking what the countdown was I said all that matters that he or she is safe and she kept saying, I'm just going to leave the baby. I'm going to have to leave the hospital without my baby. I was like, everything's going to be fine. She wrote, I literally cannot handle this. I said, you've done this once before. Everything is under control. You need to stay positive. She's like, my PPD is lit. <laughs> now I her postpartum, what like triggered... depression of what has happened in the yes, past. Yes, I knew what triggering... triggered it. And yep. I'm like, this is going to trigger it again. Like, I didn't want it to happen yep. again. And I'm like, it, it's terrifying because you're like, I'm going to have to go through this whole thing that I hated the last time. Yes. Again. It was the it was my labor and delivery that I literally switched doctors and hospitals to not have this happen. Yep. She goes, not another birth plan. That doesn't happen for me. I was like, everything is going to be different this time. It's fine. She's screaming. We don't even have a fucking name. Oh, 
I said, but look at how happy and healthy Cecily is and your plan didn't happen then either. Who cares about a plan? Have the baby, get them out safe no matter what you have to do. Names don't matter. Healthy babies matter. We're moms. Nothing ever goes according to plan. We lift cars when we need to. The, uh, do you ever hear that when like everyone's like the strength of a mother? Like if your baby is stuck in a car that they've like seen that they actually can like lift a fucking okay, chill. car. Like, I'm Superman. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, the baby's the priority. The pain and suffering means nothing. All of it goes away after. All you need to do is get the baby here. That's the new game plan. And she just kept saying, I'm not ready. I cannot do this. And I was like, your only game plan was not to miscarry. And you did it. Like, you fucking did it. You well, carried two fucking healthy babies. I'm so proud of you. Get in there. Fucking have this beautiful Calcion baby. And look at all the things that you've accomplished. Now she's sending me crying texts. Like, in power texting me crying, like, emojis. I was like, again, your only sa- your only plan is to carry this baby safely and deliver them, and that is all that matters. It doesn't matter how they get here. You're a fucking hero. You got this. I'm so excited for you. Then I'm power texting her back. Like, literally, like, look at this. How, like, <laughs> the there's 30 text texts. Back and forth. You are unbreakable. You could do this. You're one of the best mothers I know. Focus on the doctors and the nurses. Whatever they say, trust them. You're ready. You're a mother. We are always ready. End of story. Let Denny help keep you cool and remember that the only plan is to get this little baby brother or sister home to Cecily no matter what. And the next plan is buy some fucking condoms because labor and delivery ain't your strong suit. <laughs> that is my fucking... <laughs> That was my fucking inspiration to her. <laughs> Jaden also came four weeks early and she's fine. Quote, negotiable. But she's fine. Remember that. Six, 36 weeks is gold. You're good. Not realizing you're 34 and a half weeks, but sorry. Um, She just wrote back, I love you. I love you. I love you. I can't wait. I was like, she's like, I really needed this prep talk. Thank you. I was like, go have our baby. Thanks. <laughs> And then I said, leave me a voicemail when you can tell me everything so I could play it for everyone. Scorpio mentality. Yay. Because it was the last day of Scorpio season. I was like, I need this baby to be born today. Also, the next day is Hat's birthday. So I text her. Also, you better not have this baby on Hat's birthday, 1122. (laughs) (laughs) So do it today. Oh, my gosh. I get that was at 1158. I get a text at 2 a.m. Your mailbox is full. I fucking hate you with this (laughs) message. (laughs) Wait, wait for it. I wrote, I hate you. Your mailbox is full. I hate you. my response back to all those texts let me know what i could play this gem of a fucking voice recording i all i pictured the second i heard her speak the first word i was like this bitch is flying high on drugs right now so i within hours they're like all right we're we're doing it we're delivering like this all happened like Crazy from the time I got to the hospital mm-hmm. to delivery yeah. it was just it was it was just I think it was a total of like four hours. Yeah, it just they they prepped me for surgery like immediately, and all I'm thinking is is holy shit I've been at work all day I did not shave, I did not shower, mm-hmm. and now I'm gonna have two dudes <laughs> dissecting me <laughs> dissecting me now. I know you think like stomach C-section, but I'm pantless from the waist <laughs> down once again. And once again, I am compromised. <laughs> Just thinking of my dead canko leg, hairy as hell. <laughs> because all those laser appointments went really well after fucking. The baby, I got you pregnant. got pregnant, and they can't laser you anymore. <laughs> my hair came back. Iconic. And I just can't. I just can't. And I'm just like, so I go to the nurse. Can I shower real quick? And she's like, 
No. <laughs> okay, it's all I want to do is shower. So I'm like, okay, we're doing this. So now here's the difference between C-section number one, C-section number two. So C-section number one, not planned, right? I labored mm -hmm. for, for 30 hours, whatever. Correct. This one, straight to the fucking epidural, like straight to the meds. So what's wild well, about once this? Once you have a C-section, don't you automatically know you're going to have another one because it's just too risky? You can try. People have to go to certain doctors to okay. get V-backs. I didn't know like the details because I never did that, but I just oh my I God. got you. What'd you say? I always thought that to do it the second time. Yeah, yeah, you really should. Like that's really how my doctor put it. He was like, "Can you try for a V-back? Yes. Is it like the safest for the baby and for you? Yeah. No." Um, but I get it. Like women like want to have that vaginal delivery experience and they're just like, no, we're trying it. And the, the risks of a VBAC also is that you could, it happened to my friend. She had the same story as me with her first and she had to do the VBAC and she ended up the same thing where she labored 30 hours again and back in a C-section. Yeah. So like... that risk to me wasn't worth it. So I, I opted out of that early on and I was like, we'll just plan it because my doctor was like, it's easier the second time. Like. You're not in labor. Like, you know, you, you have 7 o'clock is your C-section time and 7.30 you have a baby. Like, These, well, There's women who I know are like, oh, I'm getting, I'm pregnant and schedule their C-section. Yeah. Like, they find out they're pregnant. They're like, oh, let's schedule it. Like, I want to pick my day. I want, they're, like, they're like so ready. They know I'm having it on. Like, it's, yeah. some women are determined to have it that way. Yeah, it's weird. Oh, people that choose a C-section that, like, don't have to is bizarre to me because the recovery is just, yeah, it's horrific. Yeah. It's really it's the surgery so so the first time i guess i didn't take count my blessings which is that i was on another planet and i didn't know what yeah. was going on now i am 100 percent numb from the waist down but i am also mentally yeah you know it's coming. what's going on like yeah. i'm away i'm clear my head is clear at this point yeah i'm not, not like super drugged up like besides that i can't feel pain mm -hmm. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it is a bizarre experience to know that there's just a thin curtain between me and like my lower half just being completely destroyed, like like everything looking like an out. autopsy. Like, yes, yeah, yeah, it's rough. And you're listening, and you're listening to like the doctors talk, right, and right. like I didn't have that the first time because I, I was so out of it. I didn't know what was going on. So this time I'm like, also I'm over, I'm in my head. Now. I'm like. <laughs> the epidural like you know you can't feel your fucking but your bottom half of your body which is the craziest feeling all i'm thinking i'm like am i pooping right now i wouldn't I know. know that it's so <laughs> weird when you are giving birth literally that is the only thing you're thinking of you're not thinking of like wow this pain is so bad all you're thinking is like please don't shit you can't that's all it's obsessive, your butt <laughs> just, obsessive. Oh, no. it is so scary because like they'll just go grab a towel and they will say nothing, nothing. and you're like did i just shit on you you're like can we what? bring back covid get a mask on my husband I, I, this, these are for these reasons i had my husband at the time he was not allowed to leave my shoulders not that was yeah. the only rule i had they asked me three times do you want to mirror so he could see i said you asked me that again i'm gonna change doctors we're not doing this a mirror do you want i don't want anyone to see let alone my husband who i'd like to have fuck me after this no thank yeah. you <laughs> immediate jail no and the amount of times i've said to dennis over the last week is like do you fucking want to ever have sex with me again <laughs> it's like crazy because you're just like i don't want to have sex with me again yeah, it's fucking rough man it's rough so yeah it's not that like i had to go number two but like you the don't fact know. that I couldn't feel it made me be like, could it be happening right this second? Like, that's what I'm thinking during my C-section because I'm a sick, twisted fuck. No, every woman <laughs> thinks like that. Their only fear is to not shit. <laughs> two doctors, two, like, ma males down there, and I'm just like, oh, God. Okay, so 
it's weird. Like you hear everything, and like again, you're you're numb, but you're you're mentally there. Towards the end, I started I started fading. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, I was less and less mentally. Must have there. been right before that video you <laughs> yeah, left me. Yeah, like towards the end, I was less there. But during it, my thoughts. Here are my thoughts in this order. Um, this is insane. Why would anybody fucking do this? Like, I just need to. Like, I'm counting. I'm like, is this over? Is this over? I just. It is the craziest thing to know you're just being chopped in half. It's just crazy. It's mm-hmm. like a magic show. <laughs> you know, it takes like half of your body. Yeah. And it's just like that curtain. I'm just like, what is happening behind the curtain? So the baby comes out. And it is a drum roll. Should we do a drum roll? Yeah. Or should we just play the voicemail? Let's play the voicemail. Let's play the voicemail because this is of the voicemail I left Tracy. This is like she just had a baby and this voicemail arrived <laughs> so in my phone. The I have no memory of this, by the way. I bet you don't, because the video is wild. Wait, hold on. We're going to play it here. Okay. Rachel, hold on a second. <clears throat> Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and What do I even say other than, hey? (sighs) Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Brandon Ready? Yep. We are having a fucking girl gang. You girls are going to ruin so many lives. So many lives. <laughs> They're going to be running these streets. These girls. Oh no, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? It's a fucking girl. <laughs> I love you. I'm okay. I'm bad, okay? I'm about to fuck up these ice chips. Life's not too bad. I love you. Thank you for my pop talk. I really need it. I've been crying for like four hours straight. Sorry, it keeps stopping. I think because my phone goes into like... I sound... It's so I really good. need it. It's so good. I've been crying for four hours straight. Ice chips. Life's not too bad. I love you. Thank you for my pop talk. I really need it. I've been crying for like four hours straight. But I'm better. I'm done. I'm done. (laughs) I love you so much. I'll call you tomorrow. Still jumping away. I mean, literally the best. What's a Stifler's mom's name? I literally sound like her. Oh my god. Oh, Jennifer um, Coolidge. <laughs> I know. Hello, 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 my ice chips. <laughs> <laughs> more ice chips. 
Oh, it tastes like a 4th of July. <laughs> Fucking FTJ chef. <laughs> I ran back at 7 in the morning crying in bed with Julian as I have to get him up for school. Oh, my God. Gang, gang, baby. <laughs> They're going to be running these streets. I said, I'm so fucking proud of you. Trust the process. I was like, I can't believe she's here. I'm crying so hard. I cannot wait to meet her. I can't wait to hear you guys battle over this name. Today's such a good day to make a Scorpio baby. Lucky 21. And this baby is a Scorpio baby. Yeah, she don't give a like, fuck. Through and through. <clears throat> you know, she was born four pounds. I think four pounds, 12 ounces. Um, Tiny, tiny, tiny little nug. Um. But it was weird though, like when she was born, like they went like this, like, give me the penis pillow. Mm-hmm. I'm laying there dead, of course, and they're like, Pew. <laughs> it's a girl, Pew. like that. That's the fastest. They show you her quick and then take her away. She needed oxygen. Yeah, she's so little, so they right away rushed her. Like, I didn't, I didn't get to again, <laughs> get to see her. It was just you know whatever i was just i couldn't believe it i'm like i can't believe i get this happening again they they brought her right to the nicu so once again i this was way worse than cecily i didn't see i didn't meet my daughter for the first 24 hours of mm-hmm. her life which was just insane um yeah, yeah it was it was it was just crazy um so they gave me for the blood pressure a, a, a transfusion of, um, God, what is it called? Because anybody who's done this before, which since I've told people, they're like, "Oh, it's the worst." Magnesium. Okay. This shit fucked me up. It fucked me up. That's what like got me on another planet. I don't know, like a, dr- a magnesium drip. I was just fucked up. So that whole next day, I'm in and out of like sleep all day, consciousness. Um, you know, the day after a C-section is not too bad because you're still numb. You're numb. You have like nerve blocks. Yes. Yeah. Those are great. It, they last. You're like, oh, this is not too bad, you know? Yeah. Then they ask you to stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then they're like, we're going to take a little stroll. So they're like, as soon as you get off the magnesium drip because it's making you loopy, you can go see your daughter in the, in the NICU. Um, so it was 24 hours. I had to be on it. So I gave birth at midnight. Like it was 12.05. So literally midnight the next night, I got the IV out and they got me up. They got me walking and I got to get dressed and go walk to the NICU. I get to the NICU and I see this baby that is, this sounds so fucked up to say, but like she was like barely human to me. Like it just wasn't. She was probably the size of that cup. She's so small. I was not ready because Denny had been there all day visiting mm-hmm. her. So he was sending me pictures and she looks like in pictures like. Babies look so much bigger in pictures. Kind of like yeah. a normal sized mm-hmm. baby. Like she didn't look. I don't know. She has all the fingers and toes. So you're just like, oh. So I was seeing her was like very, very, very shocking to me. And I felt like nobody warned me, like didn't like warn me how little she was. And it was very upsetting to see, like really, really upsetting. And it like, it was really hard. It was, I just cried in the NICU like a psychopath. And just, I was like, I'm not happy to see her. I, I feel like, I just feel like I failed. Like my job was to keep this baby in my stomach for 40 weeks and I, it's like um, unbelievable as a mom like you're just immediately your failure and what you said to me you're like how do you think I feel I have a deficit and I was like I never looked at it like 
you failed. I never. No, because I, never, I blamed myself that my body didn't I never, produce organs that he needed. Fucking crazy. I never in my dreams did I associate that with you. Yeah. Like when you said that, I was like, what? Like we're all so hard on ourselves. Yeah. I still blame myself every day. Every time he like can't see something or can't hear something, I'm like, uh, again, this is this is why I go over and buff for him because I feel yeah. like I didn't do something right. Or it's, it's amazing the what we were so hard on ourselves, and it wasn't until you said that that I was like, holy shit, like we're just we're never good enough as mothers, you know. And I just I don't know, just seeing her was the hardest thing I've ever done. I I just felt so bad. You know, and she's got the breathing tubes and the feeding tubes and she's got a million wires and she's in the little like little heating box. Yeah. And she's just the sweetest little thing. But I'm like, God, she's barely a person. Like, it sounds so fucked up to no, say. No, she needed more time to develop. That's she what needed she really more time. did need. But like, this is what she's I... here safe. That's all that you all the horrible things that you could think of of like what didn't happen. Like there's people who do carry for 40 weeks and then like the labor goes bad and she's not here. It's so true. So at the end of the day, no matter how small she is, my dad was born three, eight, three pounds, eight ounces. So he was like NICU, 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 NICU. Big Papa? My dad, big, big Mark. He doesn't give a fuck. Jesus. He. That's um, crazy. No, he was little. Like, yeah. Um, So when you, when I was like, oh, my daughter was born at 37 weeks and Jess is like 35 weeks. I was like, how small could she be? Jaden was 6'10". So I was like, maybe she's five pounds. Like that's still considered a healthy baby, just yeah. very small and very delicate. You know what I mean? But like still, like everything is fully developed at that point. Yeah. They just need a little more help. It's wild. Like, so I just kept reminding her. She's you know? got eyelashes. And yeah. It's so weird. It's so weird. Like she does, she is a person like... And, you know, I just, I was so angry the next day. And, like, my mom came to visit and she kept saying to me, like, oh, she's so sweet. The baby's so sweet. She's just the sweetest thing. And I'm like, no, she's not. Like, there's nothing sweet about this situation. Like, I was just, like, angry. I'm just yeah, like, no. You have to do, you have to let that out. How, yeah, I was just really, it was just really hard to see her like that. And I'm just, I just felt so bad for her. And I just felt like as a mom to not be there for her, like, around the clock at that point. Like, yeah. now she's, like, extra vulnerable and you want to mother her and take care of her and it's just it's a bizarre thing that you have to be like okay we're going back to our room without her without mm -hmm. her and i'm like how the fuck am i gonna go home one like this week and leave her here mm -hmm. it's like surreal to think about it goes against everything natural everything your body is telling you and everything you've been doing for the last nine months you know what i mean it's yeah it's the most unnatural thing ever mm -hmm. and the only saving grace here is that you listen, you've heard about them. If you've never dealt with NICU, you hear about NICU nurses all the time, right? <laughs> they're angels. They're, I said to Den, I go, they're floating around the NICU. I felt like they were not people and they're like, they were literally <laughs> angels floating around. And because, you know, there's just babies everywhere and it's quiet and it's warm in there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the lights are dim and these women are just, they're unbelievable. They're like, putting every ounce of love they have in each one of those and there's babies. there's not it's one so crying crazy. baby. Every baby's happy and like loved and content and has exactly what they need. It's just a like bizarre like you there's no place like that on earth. <laughs> That's like so. You know what's wild is that like in 3 months when she's home and you're up every 2 hours. Yeah. 
you're gonna be like, remember when like it was so peaceful and quiet, and she was being taken care of by someone other than me? <laughs> yeah. And like, you're not even gonna remember how sad you felt because you're gonna be like, she's home. Like, and that's yeah. really all that matters. Like, yeah. It, it it's yeah the the Nikki nurses there they have a special place in heaven I will not be seeing them yeah. there <laughs> um, they are they are just wonderful wonderful women and like like every time I go into the Nikki like then whoever nurse is on that day is like hi I've been taking care of your baby today like it's and it's just like they're you know they they're assigned their baby and they're just they're so gentle and and it's it's amazing to watch because I'm I'm scared I was in the beginning I'm scared to to. I didn't get to hold her that first night, which was really hard. I just got mm-hmm. to look at her in the little tube. And they've got in the tube, like she's in a test tube. I mean, it's like, um, how do you describe it? It's like a clear box. It's like a clear box. And they've got two holes and you can stick your hand in the yeah, holes. Yeah, and you hold her little fingers. Yeah. It's like at the zoo, kind of. Stop it. it is. With the meerkats. <laughs> yeah, you can stick your hands in. So, you know, I'm sticking my hands in the in the, in the holes and I'm, I'm able to, to touch her. But I wasn't able to, to hold her, which was really hard. And I'm just like, I can't believe it. It took me 24 hours to meet my daughter and I can't even like hold her yet. It's just. No, I can't even imagine that level of sadness. Oh my God. It's, it's a wild feeling that I can't it's, pe- put it's, into like even no, an imagination of sadness. The sadness is like my tears were like the warmest, wettest, saddest tears that night. Like I was just, I could not stop crying. I was just, but a different crying of them like fear cry. It was just sad. It was just it's like, like empty. Empty. Yeah. It was just not the moment again that I had, I had hoped for, but. The next day, I got to hold her, and you know, I was so scared. I didn't because I didn't want to hurt her. I didn't even forget how to hold babies, and you know, meanwhile, Denny is he again stepped up like he did with Cecily, and he, I mean, he spent. I'm recovering, and you know, not allowed to see her, and he's there with her for hours every day, just the two of them, just like, and he knows now he's learned everything. He knows all the NICU nurses' names. He knows where they're from. Oh my God, wait. So Dennis goes, yeah, um. One of our NICU nurses, before she worked at the NICU, she worked at Hooters. <laughs> Leave like, it to Denny. And I go, what? I go, how do you know that? Why did she tell you that? What, how does that what, get Rachel? <laughs> Rachel, what'd you say? Paying her way through medical school, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For real. And I'm just like, where in the conversation between... Our four pound daughter, <laughs> the Nikki nurse, is like, he's like, pulling up like casually that she worked at Hooters. And I'm just like, only you, Den, would know that piece of information. Yeah. Classic Denny. Oh my God. And it's such a Jersey, like, staple. It's, it's like, unfortunately, it's, it's such a Jersey thing. Like, yeah, of course the Nikki nurse worked at Hooters, mm-hmm. haven't we all? Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, but he's, he was amazing. And, he again, like he did with Cecily, he taught me how to put on a diaper and do all these things. Like he knew how much food she needed and what she needed to weigh and what and what she needed to be, you know, to get out of the NICU. And um I was like behind again, but I was this time, instead of being like first time mom, like bitter, like he knew better than me, I was really thankful and really grateful. And yeah, it, it's been um a crazy week. Um I was discharged after five days and I had to leave her there, which was like, again, the most weirdest feeling like we, you know, we were just kind of got into this routine of being at the hospital and going to see her and going mm-hmm. back to the room and going back to see her. And then it was like, oh, my God. So, you know, we've been going to the hospital every day to see her. And it's just um, if it wasn't for these NICU nurses, I don't know what I do. Just I know she's safe and I know she's being like cared for 
in unimaginable ways, like in ways yeah. that I can't right now. Yeah. So it's the only thing, but like I, gosh, I mean, and I, I'm so lucky because I know she's crushing it. She is crushing it. She is off her breathing tubes. She hated them. First day, she's trying to pull them out of her. She's in her hands trying to pull them out. Four pounds. This little thing was, I see in the pacifier video. It's the most unbelievable video. She's using her hands to manipulate the pacifier. I mean, she's four pounds. I like truly, <laughs> I'm like honestly terrified for you because I just know where this is going. It's it, giving Jaden. Yeah, and the I'm doctors like, were like, really we're like sucking you. reflexes. Like we're going to take her, we're not, we're not going to have to keep her being food uh, fed through the tube because she's, her sucking reflexes are so good. We think she could take a bottle. Yeah. And there's babies all around her that are bigger than her, older than her, that are still have all these things. And she was just like hitting every milestone so much faster than they thought. So originally they thought, I think a lot longer, but I think she's going to be coming home soon, which is, it's so exciting. And then I'm like, oh my God, she's coming home soon. We have to like, literally you see my house. We are taking out every piece of baby equipment. You know, we just, we weren't prepared at all for any of this. So um, yeah. And um, she has a name finally, and we were leaving the hospital. They're like, you need to fill out the birth certificate. And we're like, mm, do we have to put the name right now? Can we like leave it blank? And then finally, we were just like, let's fucking do it. And we're literally, Den's filling it out, and we're I'm Googling girl middle names is what we're doing. That's hysterical. I didn't even know that. Like, I know the name, and I didn't. I thought it was so cute, but, like, I didn't know where it came from. The fact that the worst part about not knowing what you're having is you have to come up with two names, which is hard enough. And it's, like, two names for imaginary people. Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and, like fall in love with a, a, a girl name when she might not exist. I don't know. It just felt stupid to me. I don't know. So me and Dan didn't really like sit down and do the work we should have done. But we did have some names that we liked. I ran them by Tracy before. Um, one of them was we really liked Kiara. And if you guys remember, we had yeah. the baby namer from babynamer.com on, mm -hmm. Jennifer Moss. That was one of the names she suggested. And I it had stuck with me. And I'm like, I love this name. That was name. the first thing you told me. You were like, we we do like both of us like Kiara. Yeah. I thought it was so pretty. <clears throat> it was pretty with Cecily. Um, Danny wasn't like fully on board. And he's so on board with everything. So that was my only yeah. hesitation. It wasn't and he like, is so easygoing. He's that he, so If he has something he doesn't like, like then listen. Yes. That's the thing with him, which is so annoying. It's like when he actually has an opinion, I'm like, ugh. Um, Damn, how bad, <laughs> how horrible that you have a backbone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And it was annoying, too, because I was like, I was giving him the dumbest names. And he was like, fucking, you know. Yeah, an answer for everyone. He, 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 he was liking everything. Like, oh, that's pretty good. That's good. That's, I was like, oh, let's name the baby fucking dog shit. He was like, yeah, that works. And I'm like, Kiara, mm, I don't know. And I'm like, what, really? That's the name you're going to backtrack on? So that threw me off. Um, there are other some names I liked, but I wasn't sure about, like, nicknames, whatever. So we called um both of our families and we're asking about like family names like we cecily's got rose for grandma rose shout out to grandma rose who's mm -hmm. gonna turn 101 in february hey <laughs> and um we're on the phone with his parents and they're going through like names and gosh some of them not so great um <laughs> jizwaldo would be one of them not jizz not, not jizwaldo <laughs> not casually calling him jizz jizwaldo that's like <laughs> I was like, yeah, we won't be adding that one to our baby name list. Mm -hmm. Might rename Beetlejuice that, but that's about it. Um, <laughs> it's have his eighth name of the year. Uh, but so they, they tell us this name, and it's Denny's dad's grandma's name. And it was really beautiful. I think right, like, right away, me and Denny really liked it. 
And I was biased because it's both my great grandma and my great grandfather's name. Yeah, it's together, so, so it's it's an it's an old school Italian name that I don't think we hear that much anymore. But I just thought right away when I heard it, I was like, oh, that's really pretty, and I like the nicknames that came with it. So. Yeah, it was a, a moment that like we had with Cecily where we both liked it, and I was like, we got the phone, and I go, oh my gosh, I really like that name. So it kind of was always in play. And then we gave birth to her. I in my video, she was like had this dark hair. It seems like that's changing now, but she had this dark hair, and I'm like, she looks more like Italian than Cecily. And I'm like, I think we should use a name. Let's let's do it. So we named her Domenica, <laughs> and. I love, you know, um, it means Sunday in Italian. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they were saying Denny's grandma, they called her Sunday. They called her Minnie. Um, I said I can't name a calcium baby Minnie Mm because you never know. But. (laughs) (laughs) But But here we are. Um, And I like the name Nika. And I also ran every name past Cecily, and I wanted to hear her say. It. I wanted to hear her. Oh my god, she the way the name. she said it gave me chills just before. Me too. Every time the way she says it, and the way she pronounces it is like perfect. And I, that made me also like the name more. Um, yeah. So we have this little baby, Domenica Quinn Calcione. Quinn is because I could not the the middle name could not be Italian. Like it could not. I could not have the three Italian. Like we don't live in Italy. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you guys are like the most Americanized Italians ever. <laughs> yeah, being like, like full on both sides. It's wild. I cannot have the third. So I was like, okay, it cannot be an Italian name. It has to be a one syllable name because the name's already like a mouthful. You know, Calcione's already a mouthful, and then you got the first name. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I liked Quinn. It's my best friend's last name, so I loved it. And she was all excited when I told her. So yeah. She was like, oh, my God. Because she always said that if she ever had a daughter, she'd want to name her Quinn. Quinn Quinn? Quinn. No. She, her last name is Quinn. Oh, so it would be her maiden name. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But she loves the name Quinn for a girl. She's so cute. It's pretty, right? I love it. It's oh. also really beautiful. Um. So then I had text jess like the next day and i was like oh my god like where i was sitting at the bar with sammy and we were getting like lunch and she was like oh my god look how cute this little girl is and showed me a picture and i was like oh my god she's so cute what's her name and she was like oh her name's demi and i was like oh my god that is like the cutest name ever and she was like yeah i was like what's her real name and she goes domenica and i was like are you kidding me and then i was like demi (laughs) in italian is small it means like little, mm-hmm. which is like the baby's born four pounds. So I text Jess. I was like, I don't know if you guys came up with a name yet, but I know you mentioned Domenica. And like, I and I just heard like my friend say that her daughter's name is um, Demi. And like, it just it means tiny and what and like, and I, she was like, oh my God, that's so weird that you said that because we had to fill out the birth certificate yesterday, yesterday and that's her name. And I was like, I said this then. I go, I love this for a nickname. It's Demi. So it's so cute. cute. And Sessie and Demi is like probably the yeah. cutest thing I've ever heard. I cannot wait to meet her like baby Nika. Like I can't. It's just so cute. She's really, I'm like, she's, my friend said it best. She goes, this kid's going to give you hell. She is. She's, she's a beast. She's crushing the NICU. She's already in a crib, which is like in the NICU. It's a huge milestone to get out of those little incubators. You yep. know, Cause they're just like warming her body. Um, so She's in a crib and she's just the sweet. She really is. My mom was right. She's the sweetest thing ever. And yeah, it's um, it's been actually the only nice part has been being able to heal at home. The C-section sucks. And I will talk about this now. Ew, I have been here for two hours and have not realized that. Yeah, it's in my pocket. 
It's a huge, massive drain. Holy shit. Yeah. I literally thought it was part of our equipment. <laughs> wildly, wildly in my own world. It's attached to me. I fucking woke up. I go get this thing off of me. They oh go, my no. God, that looks fucking miserable. It's attached to my C-section scar. Legit, my doctor ordered an EKG in the hospital for me because he's worried about my blood pressure and shit and my heart. So I go, they fucking roll me upstairs. I got this thing. The nurse goes to me, oh, you brought your purse? I go, yeah, I brought my purse. Yeah. I'm in my hospital gown. <laughs> yep. Also, I got my purse from fucking Kmart. It's a fucking Velcro she wallet. It's disgusting. It's disgusting. Dennis, I thought he goes, get those fucking tubes away from me. <laughs> get him out of the bed. I go, what do you want me to do? They're attached to me. And I keep forgetting and I keep walking away and getting dragged behind. Oh, it's crying. so humiliating. I uh, remember when I, I tell me talk, I had that and that shit is the worst. You had one of these? Yeah. For, I had two, one on each side for for six days. A week almost. You know what's so wild? Because I didn't have this with my first C-section. And everybody at the hospital that I've come, nobody has seen this shit. No, That's I had, crazy that they're standard. They have to have a drain because you could back up and have blood clots. You need to drain out the like fluids and blood. It literally goes. It, it, I know. I don't even want to see it. I my whole scar is just. I can't even. I don't know what it looks like this time around because I, it's probably for the better. I can't. Um, yeah, Bend I can't see way, it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And this is covering it. But yeah, this thing's horrific. And it wasn't until I got home that I put on pants with pockets that I realized I didn't have to wear it like a purse. I could just put it in my pocket. I can't believe you're wearing it over your shoulder like a purse. <laughs> Funniest thing ever. This is like wallet size. In no world would this ever be a purse for any 2023 woman. This thing is a wallet. And it's got like Velcro on it and a fucking clear a tube. huge, the long, does it need to be this long? <laughs> Dennis goes, your tubes are showing. I'm like, what do you want me to do? They don't fit in my pockets. <laughs> Going to look for Christmas trees. My tubes are hanging out. <laughs> like, this is what I'm saying. There's no way I'm ever having another kid because I'm never having sex again. I have tubes hanging out. <laughs> There's just no way. The, the level of, like, you've never been more humbled. <laughs> True. That's the word. Than having the man you love put your underwear on and your pad on cecily came in the bathroom with me the other day and she goes oh mommy you're wearing a little diaper <laughs> yeah humbling is having a child look at you when you're in those conditions i said yes i'm wearing a little diaper it's yeah. called a pad and it's horrific you know I, it's just yeah it's a it's a very humbling experience for sure you just feel like especially in the hospital just getting out of bed you know, they give you those underwear in the hospital. Oh, yeah. Yep. They go up to my nipples. <laughs> it's like the worst. You like, you have to really, like, try to be sexy after this experience. Because, like, it's hard to, like, bring that back after you've worn a full-blown adult diaper for fucking six weeks. It's a trail of blood. Wild. It's so wild. I mean, you know, like a fucking 100-year-old woman, I can't, you know, get, to get up and out. I need the hospital bed to be, like, 100% up, whatever. But, like... It hurts to bend, just like, you know, when you had your tummy tuck, like to do a sit up like that position oh is God, like no, extremely painful. I rolled painful. out of bed for probably. That's what I'm doing. I am probably three weeks. I rolled, tuck and rolled out of bed. Yeah. You're, it's like no Lieutenant Dan. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. The moment where he pulls him up by his arms with That's my me. mom every morning getting me out of yeah. bed yeah. for four weeks. Luckily, you're not trying to have sex with your mom, but the man I love has to see me compromised. 
again and again and again for a full nine months. And I said, there's just no way after this last experience. Oh, and and to top it off, I'm fucking pumping because I have hashtag preemie guilt. So I'm pumping. So now this man has seen. Not the nipple pump. No, it's it's like it's like working at Filippo's pizza restaurant. And the way he smushes the pizza. Yeah. That's what the machine does to my nipple. Ew. It takes it and makes it like salami. <laughs> I, could, I could have gone back three seconds and unheard that, honestly. Rachel, it. I have preemie guilt, so I'm, I said I'm going to try to do it. I'm going to try to do it because I have no connection to this baby. So I'm trying to connect, okay? Well, yeah. it, 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 it's horrible. It's horrible. First of all, what is this round-the-clock? pumping for the rest of my life i gotta just this is what women do who breastfeed they just do it all day i don't know if i was selfish or whatever i did bottle baby real quick it's all day long it's every three hours and if you don't your breasts get oh i know i had oh that was me for three babies i had what is it called mastitis three times so bad i I was like this this labor was nothing mastitis is the worst fucking thing ever it's the most painful experience you cannot have a sheet rush up against you yeah Everything hurts. I was standing in the fucking hot burning shower, scorching my skin off with fucking leaves on my tits because I was like, <laughs> something has to help. So they're like, yeah, mastitis. You can get, you yeah, could it's so bad. go to the it's hospital. The if you get a fever, if you get, and I'm like, a Infection, fever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's what I had with all three kids. Cause they're I like, didn't breastfeed. Yeah. You got to watch for getting a fever. And I'm just like, in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this is, people choose to do this. This is just like a wild thing. And you know, the lactation nurse is coming in and, you know, she's and, and, and you should see Denny. The, 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 yesterday, the lactation nurse at the NICU goes to him, oh, you should have been a lactation nurse. Because he's like, he's going, you need to get the meat of your nipple. <laughs> and yeah, I'm not like, the meat. Yeah, I, yeah thank you. Mm-mm. And the, the nurse goes, oh, do you mind if I uh, if I do this for a second? I go, okay. Oh, God, I hate it. And she's taking my nipple and she's squeezing the I fucking know. milk out. I, w- I let her do it one time and I was like, I, I need you to leave. I'm not going to do it. I can't. <laughs> I'm just looking at Danny and I'm like, this, these are his titties and they're just, they're no longer his. And it just must be, it's just horrible. But yeah, he knows everything about breastfeeding now. Like he goes, can we, can we call the lactationers? I have some questions. I'm like, I'm glad you you have some questions, <laughs> but it's, uh, he never ceases to amaze me. It's so funny. Oh my God. He's been so great. He's been doing everything. I haven't washed one bottle. Like he's been washing all those stupid bottles and he puts them on. Like he he made me a little breast pumping section of our bedroom. He put a chair in there and a blanket and set up a little bench and and he's got water for me and he's just trying to make it as easy as possible because it sucks. I'm setting an alarm to wake up in the middle of the night to pump. Yeah, I, I, there's nothing, no man that could make me go do that again. There's just really no man. And he's so sweet because he's like, you could you don't have to do this. Like you could stop, but I I do feel like. I do feel like it's helping me feel like I'm doing something for her. Do you know what I mean? Don't let that don't let that do that to you. Cuz you can you can be a great mother for her if you've slept well. Do you know what I mean? 100%. There's a lot of great mothers who are up every 2 hours but the bottle's ready and you don't have to drive yourself crazy. 100%. No, and I totally agree with that. And like like the beautiful thing about this is I somehow I am not I, I feel my mental space is so different. 
I really thought that's, I was going to be in the second baby syndrome right well, there. <laughs> I thought I was going to be in the pits this time around. I really thought the my PPD was going to be like full blown. I feel good. I don't I don't my sadness. The difference with Cecily is like when I was sad, it was like nothing made me happy. And now like the sadness, it, it comes and goes. But like, I'm OK. Like I, I think smile. you're more sad because like of the experience and her not being yes, here. but like there's when no... she gets here, you're not going to be sad anymore. No, that heaviness is not on me. Like it was yeah. like the doom you feel with PPDs. Like that's not with me. I'm like I don't think I, and I've heard this from friends who like they're like oh they had postpartum with their first, not their second, and then again with the third. Like it just it's different for every every baby. So I I feel really good, and um I think if I was if the postpartum was back, I'd definitely skip it. But because I feel good. And I'm able to be home and I'm like, you know what, I'm not able to hold her and to, you know, just she's not, I'm not physically with her. So this is my way to like be physically with her. Yeah. I might when she's home quit, honestly, because it's yeah, whatever works for you. It doesn't <laughs> so matter. Bad. There's no rules. Oh my God. And I'm like, and then your punishment is like, all my friends that breastfed, their tits hit the ground. So I'm just like, what, what's, why is this happening to us? Oh yeah. There's some type of, something we've done in the past for us to deserve this shit. Cause it's Rachel. truly wild. The beautiful thing of this is that all this pain and suffering, it's so worth it to have this child. Like, that's why we, Tracy has three of them. Like, it yeah. almost feels like not a sacrifice when you look at your kids. You're like, oh, how did I get this thing? And that's all I had to do. You know what I mean? It, it doesn't yeah, even it feel. Yeah, seems, it seems like once you have them and they're like, they're fully functioning and you're like, wow, like, all I had to do to get you was just yeah. like deliver you. It seems yeah, like not the so easiest bad. thing yeah. ever. Like mm-hmm. the easiest choice. Like yep. what? Just a year of my life, and then yeah, the payout was you that was forever, it, forever. Mm-hmm. It's wild. Like the other day, I was uh, last night. Skylar wanted hibachi chicken. The girl Julian wanted chicken cutlet, and Jaden wanted pasta. So I made all three things for all three kids. And like I'm cooking this chicken, and my hands are like raw chicken on them. And Skylar jumps in and helps me cook the pasta. And I'm like, this is like one year of my life for like assistance for my whole life. Like this was worth it. Isn't just like amazing? that one little helping hand mm-hmm. just like randomly when you need it when you need it yeah. For, forever yeah it's wild it's yeah the the payoff is is worth everything you go through and it's it's so we're very excited for you guys to do that <laughs> yeah i like i really truly people without kids i do not mean to scare you this episode it sounds like the scariest episode but i do it again I do it again fucking tomorrow do it again tomorrow. It's, 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 you know, but everyone has their own experiences. Some people have, some people, and listen, I actually like being pregnant. I don't dread it. Like I don't hate it. Tracy hated it. I really, I didn't mind it. I, I like having the belly and, and it made me happy and proud. And, and yeah, so it's, it's not, it's not that scary. I don't know. I don't know. It's just, yeah, you just look around you. We're all here because somebody gave fucking birth to us. People keep doing it. So it can't be that bad, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait until the baby is here and then you see like Sassy interact with her like literally there will there will not be one bad memory that you have. I'm dying Everything for that will moment. be so perfect and nothing else will matter. She's not allowed in the NICU which really sucks. I understand it's fine the policy. You, you have that moment when you get to see your two daughters interact in your own time in your yeah, world, my home. In like in the comfort of your space, your safe space. Like you don't need to have that in front of other people. It's true. And you're going to get like the videos and the the piece of it all and like just soaking it all in like on the comfort of your own couch. Like it's way better. I feel bad cuz she's you know she's three she's trying really hard to understand she under she knows the baby's not in my belly she feels she goes the baby came out so she says the baby came out I said, yeah where where is it 
That's her first word. I mean, that's normal questioning. And I'm like, yeah. How do you explain to a three-year-old, like, the baby's not in my belly anymore, but then where is it? Then she came to visit me at the hospital, and she was like, well, can we go see the baby? And I'm like, "Mm, no. Baby's too little. But it's not... It's, she doesn't make sense. She's not understanding. I would just keep telling her she's sleeping. She's getting a lot of sleep because she's too little right she's now. She's too little. That's what I keep saying. Well, she's too little. She's getting bigger. But um, it's hard. It's hard. It's hard on her to, to understand. Understand, yeah. Yeah, you know. Um, she's very patient, though. She's She's, she's the Skylar for sure. She's for sure the Skylar. I'm literally having a Skylar Jaden situation. Mm-hmm, I, I know. feel it in my bones. I, I, I can already see it coming. <laughs> the way, let me tell you, Jess sent me a video of this baby. And she was sitting there and just like the eye rolling that I was watching and like the pure disgust of where the fuck she was. I was like, Jess, this baby woke up and was like, bitch, this is not Paris. We had an agreement. Like She came back from like, she lived a whole other life already. I could just tell she has because she came back and she was like, the fuck is this? All four pounds of her was so disappointed. So disgusted with life. She was like, what the actual fuck? (laughs) They dress her up in the NICU every day in different outfits. But they put this stupid bow on her head. The whole bow is bigger so, than her body. Her whole body. She just the looks pissed. She it was so funny. The, the, I watch that video every morning, and it's so funny. <laughs> the way her eyes roll, I'm just like, she just looks like, wait till the fuck I get out of here. <laughs> it's amazing. It is the best video ever. I cannot wait for you guys to see this baby. She is so fucking cute. She really is so precious. I can't believe I have two daughters. It's so crazy. I know. And I showed Sammy the video and Sammy was like, oh my God, this baby is like, so, like, how is she so beautiful and like so small? Oh, like she's so not nice. even developed yet. And like, she's so pretty. <sighs> you know what I mean? Like Ceci was such a cute baby. I don't know. Something about this one is just like like edgier it's just it's just how she's gonna be i just feel it already you know what's crazy i've every day i go see her her features are getting lighter like she's blonder she's lighter than cecily and i'm just like fuck i i thought i was naming this little (laughs) brunette italian girl but that's what i did i couldn't believe everyone thought i was indian growing up i was so i was my skin (laughs) was so dark yeah i was my skin was so dark my hair was (laughs) so dark um i always everyone always assumed that i was like of indian descent and i when i picked these kids names i was like oh skylar it's like such a like sexy name for when she's older and she's got this dark raven hair and i'm like uh nope blonde Blonde hair blue blue eyes eyes. middle of america baby like she looks like she grew up on a farm my skylar you literally put that girl in pigtails it's over and overalls forget it. put her in a peasant dress real quick (laughs) yep I was like, this baby looks like she grew up on a farm with the friigging blonde curly hair. I think that's what made naming harder. Because then people are like, when I see the baby. Well, when nah, I saw it, it made me so more much. confused. Yeah. I was like, fuck. I don't know what she's going to look like. Now yeah. it's really fucking with my head. It's so funny how genetics work. I really won't know, though. Like, no. I used to have straight hair. Yeah. Straight hair? My hair was straight until I hit puberty. <laughs> And you're shitting me. Your hair is like ringlets. It's wild. You're telling me you hit puberty and your hair turned curly. Yeah. I mean, it was wild. Curly when I was really little. And then it was straight, like stick straight for years. That's insane. I'll take a picture and send it to you. I got it. Jaden had your hair as a baby. It was like ringlet curls. And now it's like so straight. It is straight, right? It's long to her butt, past her butt, and straight. It's crazy. I wonder if you cut it, if it will, like, I did curl cut up it, again. and she had a nervous breakdown. I cut two inches off of it, and she <laughs> smacked me in the face. Is it still straight? Yeah. Wow. I wonder if Sassy's will. I don't know. I never cut it hair. so weird. I listened to your advice. I just never cut yeah, it. Yeah, don't cut it. Wait, wait. 
wait until she actually needs it. Cecily's hair is amazing. It's so beautiful. It's like blonde locks of angel hair. It's wild. <laughs> My angel daughter. The second one's been sent to test us, like you oh, say all the I'm time. You. I want to see this pickridge. I'm trying to find. Yeah, just I don't know. It's just so weird how like so. I was like, Jess, do you what do you want? Like, is there like a want? where you're like, I really want a boy. Like, I would really love that. And she was like, I don't know. Like, it would be nice to have one of each to know what it's like. But, like, after seeing your girls be so close and so close in age, like, I would love sisters. Me and Jess both come from a family with no sisters. No sisters. So, like, the connection (laughs) you have with your Mm sister-in-law and, like, I have with my best friends is, like, is sister connection. So, like, it's weird to think like wow these girls like really get to keep each other forever forever it's a wild like built-in best friend isn't that why we give siblings because long yeah. after we're gone they have each other but, like you know girls and boys are weird they do like life is girls look at things differently than boys so to have sisters is truly like i don't a know luxury a, i feel to me it's a get like really a gift. a gift for for her and because i had this like weird guilt about the age gap um I really, Which is only three years, by the way. Yeah. I, I was That's like, like a real standard age gap. I wanted this little girl for her. And I just couldn't believe it when they said it was a girl. I did actually believe it because I was so ugly and everyone kept telling me that. So, <laughs> oh, Rach, that's the other fun part is when, you know, your face is changing, your body changing, people look at you in the eyes and they go, oh, you're Definitely having a girl. Definitely Such the nicest way of being like, you look fucking hideous. Yeah. She took all your beauty as like the nicest <laughs> diss ever. I was only like eight weeks and my mother-in-law looked me dead in the eyes and went, you're having a girl. I could tell on your face. And I was like, Whoa. wow, I'm ugly already, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. Uh, but it's true. I didn't change at all with Julian. I remember you. I was like literally just belly. In your boots and dress and just belly. I know. I know. Your face. You didn't get the, my Mm -hmm. nose. Oh my God. My nose at the end. I looked just insane. I don't, I look at the picture from two days before I gave birth. I don't recognize myself. I'm like, who is that person? I look like I have so much filler because my face is so puffy, you know? (laughs) My lips are like, like, I just look crazy. Yeah. Life is wild. We're very, very thankful to have this little baby here. I cannot wait to meet her. I can't wait for you to meet her. I cannot, cannot, cannot. Look what Denny just sent me. Okay. She's in a dress with joggers. They're joggers. <laughs> These old scrappy Nikes, <laughs> slouchy socks, and thinking she's the cutest, and he didn't brush her hair. So there we it's go. It's looking great to me. I think it looks fabulous. <laughs> Oh my God, how's he gonna do this? I can't believe Denny's a girl dad. That's the funniest thing for a fucking like real like top tier athlete. Like to get two girls is wild. It's so wild awesome. karma. It's so crazy. I like we didn't even. I don't know. He's just so easy. He we just he's just girl dad. It's just yep. the best. Oh my goodness. So thanks guys for everything. I get emotional when I talk about this podcast because like the beginning of this podcast was like the beginning of my like pregnancy journey i was been trying to have a family this whole time we've been doing the show yeah. mm-hmm. you know and every time every time in the last couple of years something goes wrong tracy and i have been able to like we vent to you about everything like, yeah you guys know a lot of shit about you us we don't know nothing about you i find it very unfair but it's fine <laughs> <laughs> it's fine no problem yeah did you shit your pants during your c-section <laughs> We're at the club. I love when I get DMs like, "Hi, ah, girl, remember when you shit yourself at the club? This reminds me of when you shit yourself at the club. And I'm just My like, favorite story thanks. <laughs> so can't believe we the got shit, you to say that. On the this. shit we just said. 
<laughs> it's just unbelievable. And it is like, I do love doing this show. Part of it for me is healing and therapy and like getting to talk with Trey about it. And um, oh, yeah, I feel like this is our therapy. I don't want to actually talk to somebody that I don't know. No. I want to come here. I literally say things. I forget that other people are listening and I just say crazy shit with yeah. you. We, we're surprised we're not canceled every week. Every week. <laughs> but I'm grateful that we're not and that Rachel and Alan barely, Alan, Alan barely likes us, but. Alan's hated us. Don't let Alan listen fine. to this episode, please. <laughs> don't let him. I, uh, I, <laughs> I'm so grateful to still be doing this with you guys and. Tracy and I are going to have um, a couple, maybe a couple more episodes before the new year. And um, then we're going to have a little break. Yeah, she's got a new baby at home. Give her a break. Yeah, we're going to do a little mat leave. Um, but we're going to check in. Maybe Tracy and I will record some phone calls for you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, go on patreon.com backslash bad examples because we're going to be putting everything there. Um, any bonus stuff we do on break is going to go there. Um and I feel like if Jess is comfortable enough, like that's where maybe some of the photos should go of the baby. If yeah. You, like there's ones or two that you like want. For sure. We're going to try to like do more with Patreon. So um, visit us there. You guys are the ones, you know, again, since freaking COVID that keep the show alive. Um, Patreon.com backslash bad examples. We appreciate all the love there. And um, thanks for letting me share my two birth stories with you. Um and so much with our of our lives with you. Um, we love you. Baddies for life. Forever. Forever. <laughs> She's a stray. See you next Tuesday. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> Don't forget, guys, new episodes air every Tuesday. So see you next Tuesday. Even though we are not your best examples. Uh, we're the best you've got. So cheers, bitches. Cheers. Rate, download, and subscribe on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Hosted on dimlywit.com.